Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello. Hi. Hi. Uh, it's Talking Time for the Moon Boys. The Welcome. Number one David Bowie related podcast yeah. uh, in Britain. Yeah, that's a good point. Maybe others. Is I it though? Whatever well, happened to that one A to Z of Bowie? Well, we discussed that one recently. We? Yeah, we discussed it. Oh, we it. think they got to the when, end. When we were winding yeah. up, Stalking Time for the Moon yeah. Boys, and then didn't, I think we talked mm. about how they got to mm. Z, uh, and then that was it. Let me do a quick bit of word association with you, or mm. letter association. I'm okay. not going to go through the whole alphabet. I'm just going to okay. chuck some letters out okay. and tell me the first Bowie thing. Oh, really? That's very stalking time. Well, I have to think of a Bowie thing for every yeah, letter. Yeah, because I'm thinking... Can I just say my daughter, mm. by the way, who I've mm. mentioned many times on yeah. the podcast, because she was a massive Dave Bowie yeah. fan, told me once that when she couldn't get to sleep, yeah, and she says he still does this sometimes, even mm. though she's not such a big fan. She would go through the alphabet and try and think of a David Bowie song for every letter of the alphabet. That's brilliant. Yeah, we and, do. And generally, she'd be able to do it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's interesting. We're so we really try. Stu- I'm going to be so boring for the listeners. It will be quite boring. The my I mean, wife. That's probably what I would think of. You said to me, word association, mm. David Bowie, and you're mm. going to go through the alphabet. Do you know how my a wife gets to sleep at the moment? Pippa uh, gets to sleep. Uh, I'm looking for a joke here. No, it's not a joke. No, she... no, I, I was going oh, to say going... something like, <laughs> okay. you say, darling, it's time to make love, something like that. Right. <laughs> that was my... Uh, yeah. No, um, that's not how she gets to sleep. She gets to sleep listening to a podcast which has this thing called the Midnight Laundrette. Have you heard about this? No. And you basically go to a laundrette and it's midnight and it tells you about the people in it in a very kind of soporific... You don't actually go, you listen to the No, podcast. you don't actually go. That would be a terrible cue for sleep. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so that's interesting. No, that is interesting because um, I can imagine... It's like, like a familiar so there is, place. There is someone actually at the laundrette. It's yeah. Not, it's not it's a this, made up place. No, this guy talks about it and says this person's in and they're doing their washing and you've right. met her before. So it's a familiar... The idea is it's a very familiar place you is go it, to is every it, night. Is the per- point of it, this will help you get to... Sleep. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's part of a podcast called Headspace, I think, which is quite well known. Oh, no, one of those, yeah. I'm and doing it's a, a spin-off, at, not this one. Yeah, I know you are. <laughs> no, I'm I'm I am actually doing a podcast at this very moment, yeah. but I'm doing another one uh, called Sleeping with David Baddiel. Okay, which wasn't my idea. Uh, I was about how to. Well, I'm guessing I was hired, which doesn't happen to me very often. Right. I mean, you're in showbiz, right? Uh, and you're you're in a, to some extent in a commissioning position, right? And so really, I'm going to put but, this yeah. to you is that over the whole course of my career, which mm. is a long and, I would say, illustrious mm. career... Mm, maybe too long. <laughs> well, certainly in terms of keeping this podcast going. Um, I have done many, many, many things, of which only a tiny percentage have involved me being hired to right. do someone else's Asked idea. Sp- okay. uh, in terms of actually being asked mm. to act in something, it's yeah. incredibly small. Mm. So, so, so like your... That's why I brought it up. Yes. So like your wife's thing... And, and like Dolly's it, letter, uh, alphabet thing. Alphabet yeah. thing. It is actually designed to help yeah. people sleep. Okay. But not in a kind of interactive listening way you just find out okay. about insomnia and stuff. G. Oh, you're not just saying being American. 
I thought you were being American and pleased with it. Amazing. Hang on, if you let me finish. G, I'm going to do this alphabet game. Okay, G. H. Gilly. Gilly. J. Ooh, that's hard. J. Uh, see, when you say J, an instant part of me just wants to say Jew. <laughs> I can't, it overrides all other all other contexts. So I just want to say Jew. I've got one. I finally got on. one. It is a bit Hang racist. On. Oh, is it? What more racist than me this. saying Jew? I always felt this was a what? this was a basic. I'm thinking of Japanese girl. Oh, not his song. China girl is the song. Oh yes. <laughs> Why am I thinking Japanese? Because uh, you're a racist. <laughs> Bloody hell. <laughs> Japanese. There are. There probably no, there's, there is a Japanese. There, there is a. There's a phrase... What's the Japanese? Hang on. There's a, no, I think I'm getting confused with... You're right, China yeah. I'm getting confused with Jap girls in synthesis. What's that? That's a line from... Um, you can hear it if it's one of his greatest... Ashes to Ashes. Oh, Jap girls in synthesis? Yeah, he says Jap girls in synthesis. Don't know what that means. But I probably, thought it was a slightly... maybe a tiny bit dodgy. Yeah, that's what I mean. I think it's a slightly dis- dodgy... There must dodgy. be other ones. Other J's. Uh, but also, it doesn't have to be... Doesn't have to be a song. No, doesn't it doesn't have to be, to be a, a, but a related yeah. thing. A related Dave Bowie um, thing. Yeah. Uh, it's still quite hard. I think J is quite J hard. J is quite hard, yeah. yeah. See, what I've got in my head is Jumanji, which is that film that he right. wasn't in. No. But I'm relating it to Labyrinth as a similar sort of film. Why? Because it's one name. Why? Because it's one no, word. No, I'm saying why. Oh, why? Why? <laughs> oh, why? Uh, why is uh, um, Young Americans. Okay, so it's, it's hard to do songs, songs, isn't it? It's going to yeah. be mainly songs. Yeah. Okay, last yeah. one. What? F. F. Uh, that begins with an F. I tell you what. Friday on my mind. Friday on my mind. Right. Yes, but also, Fred wasn't it? Fred. Yeah, Freddie, the 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 dresser, right? Is that who you mean? No, the makeup I meant artist. Fred Hutch Hutchison. Was it Fred? No, John. Oh. <laughs> no, I thought you meant Freddie the the, the Freddie. Freddie the dresser. Who's no, that? No, he was his. The um, dr- he dressed him. He did his clothes and stuff in the early days with Angie. Freddie. Oh, I don't know who that is. No, oh, that's interesting. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, he's the one that did the did the he did his clothes at the Freddy, beginning. Freddie the dresser. He was a hairdresser and I dressed him in the early days. Okay. Um, well we should know yeah, who that I'll is. I'll tell you who that is. I feel like it's a sort of European... I didn't know that he had a sort of dresser, stroke stylist person. Freddie Beretti. Freddie Beretti. Never heard of him. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's good. That's good work. Freddie Beretti, here he is. The yeah. man who sewed the world. Yeah. He's described right. as. Is he still with us? Uh, that is a good question. I don't know, but he basically wow. did the Ziggy look with Andrew. Well, and also the blue suit in the Life of Mars yeah, video, right, it says right. here. Yeah, uh, it's a good question as to whether he's alive or not. Oh, God, there's a musical about Freddie Beretti. Is there? How extraordinary. We should go and see that. What, uh, now? Not there right is one. I mean, there's yes. one now. Well, this was written on April the 8th, 2019, this, wow. this particular post okay. on uh, the Jasmine Storm, whoever she is, website. Uh, and she begins it, if you love fashion, turn to the left. She says, uh, fashion, right. by the way, would have been a better F. Not necessarily, not better than yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, but it's a song, isn't it? Uh, if you know the blue suit from Life of Mars, if you know who Arnold Corns is, you know there's only one Freddie Beretti. The man who so- so- sewed, sewed the world, uh, the musical, is having its premiere in Milton in Keynes. In Milton Keynes. Milton Keynes. I've got that. That's okay. led me to something. This is, um, this is funny. It's not quite as funny as you think it is. But I, I'm I don't even know what it is. So. Okay, I'm going to show you what it is. So you have to listen to this, right? This was a song. Uh, now, we mentioned on the last podcast the demise of the novelty song, right? Can you listen to this? Yes. See if you can hear what, what the actual song is. It was a song. It was released as a single in the 80s. Okay. Wow. You've never been anywhere like it. 
I, I was uh, alerted to that by Daniel Finkelstein, who is yeah. a, a lord yeah. and who uh, I follow on Twitter and who um, writes in the Times. And he put it on Twitter and pointed out that the re- repetition of the word central is sort of what makes it funny. And I right. actually tweeted, yes. I said, you've never seen anything like it, central Milford Keynes. Mm. You've probably seen something quite like mm. it on the mm. outskirts of mm. Milford Keynes. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. But I was then told by many, many people that this song is about a shopping centre called Central Milton Keynes. Okay. It's not about Central okay. Milton Keynes, the place. It's and that a, makes it slightly less Definitely, funny. yeah. Yeah, although still quite But funny. I'm sure it sounds quite quite a lot, lot like other shopping centres. Yeah, it, it, I mean, you've never seen anything like it. There are pictures of it here. Right, it looks quite simple. You yeah, really yeah. have seen places like it. Yeah. Well, I mean, other people pointed out to me, which I didn't realise, is that Cliff Richards wired for sound yes. video. In which he's on a skateboard. On, or no, he's on a skateboard. Skates. He's roller skating or rollerblading. Yeah. Yeah. He's all... In Milton Keynes. Is it? Yeah. If it wasn't depressing at wow. 80s enough, that's, that's Milton yeah. Keynes that he is sailing through. The one... the Mil- I do like songs... This, just to know what you're saying about um, novelty songs, songs like yeah. this seem to have vanished as well. There was a song which I was always very keen on called Sunderland the Back in the Second Division. Right. Which I always thought, like, brilliant, that someone's done a song. Right, like, right. Do you want to hear it? Yeah, I'm Briefly. really happy to do that. Uh, it's, it's a marvellous song. It's a real song that was released on vinyl... Uh, I can't remember what the name of the band are. Oh, First Division. I'm so sorry. Sunderland are back in the First Division. No, obviously, you wouldn't release one just for the Second when, Division. When, when was this? Uh, well, let, let's hear the song and see if we can work it out. question because there is in fact a whole blog spot about it it feels like it might be like 77 uh well the picture that i can see it looks to me like like 1973 okay it's got a when sunderland i think won the fa cup a bit of a disco bass line in there so i thought i'm referred to here i'm here because i have mentioned this song before right on this um it's avowed fan of the song. David Bedell's often reference his delight in the sheer straightforwardness mm. of the title. And once yeah. played it on mm. Radio 1, I did in fact play it mm. on Radio 1. Mm. So that, as well as the novelty song, they seem to have gone too, is yeah, very local songs. When was the last, I mean, probably the wrong bit, but when would the last novelty song have been? Mm. That's a very good question. So I think, because now you've got, this doesn't count, obviously, but you've got all the John Lewis, you've got those John Lewis and Chopin, I mean, they're not novelty songs. songs. Right. They're but, not novelty songs, they're sort of the no, opposite. No, that's what I'm saying, I'm saying they're not, but they are ch- the charts by another route, do you see what I mean? They're like, and that's what novelty songs felt like, they were another, like with the Baron Knights and things. But they're the they're opposite another... of novelty songs because... No, I'm saying... It. No, no, but it's an interesting point because I think novelty songs were funny. I mean, right. often in a really crap way, but that was their intention. Yeah. Whereas the whole point of Christmas songs of a sort of slowed yes. down version of a keen song sung by. Well, what uh, was the last novel? I mean, can you literally Google with that word? Well, I am googling it. What the last? And here's a song from 2008, but it doesn't look to me like that, that is for 2009. What was the frog one? The frog chorus. No, 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 no. The no, frog, the, frog, the phone. The, someone yes. get me. Well, actually, no, that's true. No, no, that but, but a... more than that is Gangnam Style. Okay, Gangnam did you say Style. that was a novelty song? Yes. Well, I okay. Don't know no, was... no, here's the point. Yeah. It's not a novelty song like Sunderland Back in the First Division or, more importantly, like The Laughing Gnome. Yeah. Or what's a proper novelty song? Lily the yeah. Pink. You know, shut up yeah. your face. It's not yeah. like that. Yeah. It's not meant to be funny. Yeah. But the way people treat it, which is with a yeah. certain irony and saying they love it when they don't quite mean it, I yeah. think Gangnam Style is the nearest thing. Oh, um, and that frog song. Yes. What was it called? 
Thank you very much, crazy young person. Yeah. When Thank was that? That much. feels like that was about 20 years ago, though. That was a long time ago. I'm right? going to was ask that... Bella, who's our resident young person, and yeah. producer, what, do you, what would you say is a novelty song that you know, a sort of funny song, but that was very popular? London Underground? What's that? I don't Ooh, know. What's that? that? It's quite rude. That doesn't. Yeah, oh. I think we're all right with that. <laughs> London Underground song. What about. What was um, that by? The London Underground Lyrics and Video by Roman Casper. Is that when it? was that? Was that just a battle London? Some people might like to get a train to work or drive in in a Oh, but it's a jam song. It's a jam song. It's Eaton Rifles, isn't it? It's Eaton Rifles. I can't. And it's London Underground. It's, no, it's, it's going, going underground. I've got to tell you, Bella, I remember... Okay. Weird Al Yankovic. I remember when that came out, the original song. And I was on the bus. London Underground. Uh, going, yeah. going underground. Going, it's not, uh, yeah. no, it's not called that. Going underground, and it went straight I to number it too, one. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's um, but that no, it was absolutely the triumph of the jam. Yeah. I think it was when you yeah. realised God, the jam of huge. Yeah, they were massive, and they yeah. were going. It's also, I would say, a really brilliant song. It's I a love great song. Going underground, except for yeah, the thing about the Going Underground song, mm. which I think is very hard, which I just think is a gap in it. It's a problem, is that it's around the curry, because is there a curry. No, yeah. No, now you're thinking about. Down in the tube. Oh, sorry, now down in the right. In which he says, okay, I've got a little curry that. to take my curry. But we, we may have discussed that? this already. Have we talked about it? it feels like we discussed it already. For anyone who doesn't know, should we hit, just hear it? Whispers in the shadows, rock boys and voices, heads in waiting. Hey, boy, they shout. Have you got any money? But I say, I've only two money and I take away curry. I'm on the way home to my wife. Right, but the crucial bit is coming next. By the what? way, I love what? it. I've always liked when he says, hey, boy, have you got any, any money? money? Yeah. Important point. But he then says, my wife, she'll be laying out the cutlery. <laughs> um, I yeah. know she's expecting me. I'm popping me. the cork. Yeah. Something, I'm uncorking the... No, I'm popping the cork, I'm, isn't pop, it? Is, is it popping the cork? <laughs> I feel like it's unbottling the cork, which is the opposite <laughs> of what on. you actually do. I've got to go to Tube Station at Midnight Lyrics. Yeah. It's, I mean, can I just that's say a really important bit about it. I, I, I also think this is a brilliant song because I it's a spent. Song, of course. I, I, you're slightly younger than me, yeah. and maybe you didn't do, and you're not from London. But I spent. I yeah, mean, this I know came you out, grew up with the tube. Yeah. I just thought this totally captures yes. what it's like yeah. being on the tube in. But let's just get the sequence of events that he okay, lays so out. He says, "I've got a little money to take away curry. Yeah. I'm on my way home to wife. Should be lining up the cutlery, which yeah. is quite a nice thing to do with the takeaway curry. Lining it up or putting it in its proper place. Is she one of those people that doesn't? Well, it says lining it up. You know, she's expecting me polishing the glasses and pulling out the cork. Right. So they're going to have wine with their curry. So this is the, the hurdles you've got to get through right. to make this credible. And I love Paul Weller and I love the jam. I love that song. So, yeah. but. Exactly what you say. You've got to assume he's getting the tube. Now, I think maybe he's coming back from work late, so that right. you're through that one. Really, so he's not really late. Right, but but yeah. he's... I mean, there is one other thing, which yeah. has never occurred to me till this yeah. very moment. Right. Who has a fucking curry at home at midnight? That's what I'm saying. These, these are the hurdles. <laughs> I think he's on the tube because he's coming back from work, so that's okay. He hasn't gone to get it himself. Okay. He's on the way home, so he's got a curry. Okay. But it's midnight... The do you, you definitely don't eat a curry after midnight. Uh, if you also, do eat it... it's 1979. Right. I mean, if you do curry eat houses it, didn't stay open past eight o'clock right. in 1979. And if you do eat it, do you have cutlery with it, like posh, like with a, and polishing glasses? Yes. Well, that's also quite an odd thing to do. Is how are they going to sleep after that? I, I am worried about how they're going to sleep. I mean, I having said this, on Paul's favour, yeah. I play football on Tuesday. I probably mentioned this, mm. and we always have a curry right. afterwards. And I sometimes don't get home till well gone yes. midnight, but we still start eating probably more like right. eleven, you know, quarter past eleven. Okay, but, but what? But getting a takeaway curry, yeah. I mean, 
That is a slightly odd idea in itself, is getting on the tube. I don't think I've ever seen anyone No, but he's coming back tube. from work. I think that's all right. Yeah, but then what you do is, right? Yeah. Right, I mean, again, it's 1970, so there were yeah. fewer curry houses. Yeah. But I think you get out. At, yeah. You know, this is a bloke who I imagine lives in somewhere like Arnos Grove, right? Okay. Right. He kind of sounds like a suburban bloke. Or Bromley, Yeah, you know, definitely where suburban. they're from. Yeah, aren't, they, yeah. aren't they from Bromley as well? No, from Woking. From Woking, right? There's no tubes there. No but, tubes, yeah. okay. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go back to Arnos Grove, <laughs> right? And rather than, like... Getting on the tube with your yeah. curry, which will stink out the carriage and be a oh, bit weird. God. Yeah, that you think bad. I'll go via the curry house from yeah. the tube to my house? Yeah. Apart from anything, that means I won't be beaten yeah. up on the tube. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think, and I wonder if the truth is that he's twenty years old or whatever. He's trying yeah. to think. How do I get some really posh? You know, how do people live when they're posh? Yeah. They have a curry and they have cutlery with it and glasses and well, they polish the glasses. Okay, so, so we need to accept certain things about it. And I hate, I hate to sort of bust in the fourth wall meta way yeah. to explain why I think this is happening. But I think two things are going on yeah. that have pushed Paul Weller in this yeah. direction. Number one, he wants to write a song called Down in the Tube Station yes, at Midnight. He's, he's already Down cornered. in the Tube Station at Half Past Eight, yeah. which would make much more sense. Yeah, yeah, doesn't yeah. work so well. Yeah. So there's number one. Definitely. Number two, which is slightly more esoteric. I think he's trying to contrast, and this is me doing practical criticism yeah. in an English way, the horrible smell of pubs and wormwood scrubs yes. are too many, right-wing meetings right, yeah. with the slight lower middle-class yeah. aspirational suburban niceness that he's expecting to go home to. Yes. It's very, very creepy and awful, by the way, that he says, they've taken my keys, she'll think it's me. Do you know, think? I've never isn't, quite noticed that. Isn't that horrible? No, that's awful. I've never yeah. quite noticed it's that. It's so horrible, yeah. It's so horrible. I mean, it's incredible. Yeah. It's incredible to think. I think this went to number one. Yeah, yeah. yeah Can you imagine yeah. a song this that's much amazing. about urban what violence? Picture. That's beautiful. Uh, but I mean, well, it's, it's not beautiful, horrific. it's horrific. No, but it's but an extraordinary line to put yeah, it's in. It's extraordinary it? line. Yeah. It's so un. Yeah. Like, it's uh, everything now. When you think about what most pop yes. music is like now, right? I mean, yes. certainly something gets to number one. It tends to be sort of inspirational yes. quotes about, yeah. you know, life and no, love no, no. and, that's and amazing. making I've never the heard best that of things about life. Well, I have this heard is I've never concentrated on being beaten up in the Tuesday midnight and then them going to probably attack and, you know, your house and and do horrible things to your wife. And eat his curry. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Well, I don't know. I wonder would if they, they would take do. the curry. He doesn't mention eating the curry. He does also mm. mention uh, trying to get some chocolate. He calls it a plum. He says, "I put in some money and a plum. plum from those chocolate machines that used no. to be at tube stations." Right. Yeah, I always thought that was a fruit machine. Well, no, it's not. They don't have fruit machines in, in in tube stations. Well, you mean actual fruit, an actual plum. <laughs> <laughs> no, actual, no, no, actual fruit machine. <laughs> what do you mean? I mean a machine that gives you fruit. <laughs> what do you mean? Like there wasn't one-armed bandits in tube stations. No need to restock, Trev. No one's <laughs> eaten any of the fruit from the fruit machine again. If anything, is going mold. How long can we keep this no, in here? I'm pretty sure. Hang on a sec. Let's oh, do you know it. what? I'm down in the... Do you know what I fancy? A lemon. I farm ball for change and pull out the queen smiling big guy. I put in the money and pull out yeah. a plum. Yeah. Right, so, so let's be clear. <laughs> I never thought that was a plum. Right? It's it only when you said fruit machine yeah. that I thought, does Tim think it's an actual grocery <laughs> store? <laughs> yeah. Right. Such an inconvenient way to buy fruit as well, isn't it? Because you get them one at a time. Also, like a curry, it's something you probably shouldn't buy at midnight. I ordered 12 plums. <laughs> didn't quite have the change. But, but what did you think it was? I thought it was a fruit machine. I thought it was still in the pub at that point. No, he's not in the pub. I is thought he? he was in the pub. No, he's not, is he? The distant echo of faraway voices boarding, faraway trains, he's already in the tube station. But you well, can I hear think him from the pub. No, <laughs> I'm pretty sure... What's the plum, then? Oh, I, oh I'm pretty sure it, 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 they did have, in tube stations in the old days, Yeah. and I think Lee and Herring used to do jokes about this, Right. Uh, chocolate machines, like, you know, yeah, rap, okay. chocolate wrappers, yeah, I know, I that you always those, yeah. put in 30p, and it never, ever worked... And blah, blah, blah. And you used to spend ages trying to get it out. Why a plum? I think it's just... It's odd, actually, because it's not yeah. even a rhyme. It's not rhyme. It's, it's not, not even a rhyme, a... but I think he... I think it's... It, what, is it Cockney? Is it Cockney plum rhyming slang? Let's try it. Plum and... Plum and... Plum and apple. Stone. <laughs> Chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> Cockney, I'm putting it in. Cockney plum and wicket ticket. <laughs> plum. Here we go. Cockney rhyming slang. The old baked plum. Bum. But it's Bum. <laughs> That puts a whole new sheen on the show. <laughs> so what he meant was, I put okay, in ten and I pulled out a plum. Okay, I'm actually, I'm actually going to Google this very specific thing. Pulled out a plum, right? What's he mean? Pull out a plum, meaning pull out a plum, meaning. Oh, hang on. Some people say it's a bit strange for his wife to be lining up the cutlery. Do they say that? Mid- yeah, yeah it's good. got all that. It's in 2002. People are thinking about that, mm-hmm. but no, no one seems to know what pulled out mm. a plum means. No, um, okay. Well, we, it was, I'm pretty sure. Doesn't... I've always assumed it means it's a sort of Paul Weller word for some chocolate. Yes. But what I think about the curry thing mm. is that that's a very aspirational thing for him to say. And I want us to use as my witness. Mm. It just, I've been looking for this while you're talking because I'd forgotten to have it. In 2013, so my two eldest kids were like 14 and 12, something like that. And um, they wrote a menu mm. for Come Dine With Me if they were going to do it. And I remember noting it down at the time, thinking it's one of those kind of cute things. I were said, you, so were what you, would you executive producer of Come No, Dime, no, nothing right? to do with it, but they used to love it and probably still do it. And I said, what would you have on Come Dime? And, and I, I think I think they sort of, this is what Paul Weller did. He's trying to think without necessarily knowing. He's obviously a man of the world now, a very wealthy man. But then he was thinking, what's the poshest scenario, yeah. suburban scenario? So when I said to them, what would you do for Come Dime with me? They said, I've got a record of this, the starter... Calamari and pigs in blankets. <laughs> so that's not an ideal. Yeah. Juicy steaks. Yeah, okay. With gravy. How old are the kids then? Uh, they're like, uh, this is, what was this, four years ago? Yeah. So like 13 and 12, 11, that right. might do. Juicy steaks with gravy, roast potatoes, and Yorkshire pudding. That's quite nice, isn't yeah, it? That's all right, yeah. Um, and for pudding, custard pie with a ginger and raspberries. 
So okay. they're not miles off. No. But it's not... Um, I, I, Dave Lamb would still have been cynical about it. Well, the dress code is... I'm not sure about this. The dress code no, is... No, it's dress code. They wrote the dress code would be BGs and Afros. I think you've influenced that, them there. <laughs> I haven't done either of those things. <laughs> well, you said they haven't got an Afro, but... But, it does, not... but I think just because of the 70s music. Oh, I see. Maybe. Yeah. But the point is, I think he's trying to... It's a picture of suburban, you know, wealth and contentment, yes. and he's also trapped, as you say, by saying midnight's the right time to do yeah. it. Yeah. So yeah. it sort of does jar a bit. Well, only only when you start to pick it apart like this. Right. If you did it now, of mm. course, mm. then yeah, mm. it wouldn't be a curry. It would probably be sushi or. Well, it'd be delivery, wouldn't it? It would be delivery. So it wouldn't have it with well, it. Yeah, it wouldn't have it with it. It'd be delivery. No. That would slightly ruin it. And. Uh, yeah, and, and possibly come dine with me would actually be happening at his <laughs> wife's house. And so when they took the keys, they'd be in trouble because they'd be on film. I don't think he would necessarily set it in the middle of a come dine. <laughs> <laughs> that seems quite a leap. Well, yeah. That's guess... what the whole song would be about then, I think. <laughs> well, I think what he would do is do the whole song. We're filming a show. With the same venom. But then at the end of it, say, they took the, took the keys and she'll think it's me, but it's all right because... She's doing come dine with me tonight. We only got six out of ten. <laughs> I don't think he'd do a song about that. No, probably but not. The... Probably not. But that's the trouble you say. What a great novelty song it would make. Yeah. No, it wouldn't. You know, <laughs> to have redone down at Tuesday at midnight yeah. on the night that yeah. your wife was making a curry. How did we get on to... We're still making a curry um, for come, come dine with me. How did we get on to... We still haven't talked about you going to Berlin. Is oh. there anything to say about it? Um, I loved it. Yeah. You did text I me. I mean, FaceTimed you, yes, you outside you. Bowie's apartment. Yeah, so just to just to let regulars understand, oh, yeah. I was at home and I got a FaceTime from Tim, who'd gone to Berlin, had originally said to me that something awful had happened, which is that you'd booked a Bowie tour of Berlin and the Bowie tour guide had disappeared, let you down. What was it? Yes, he just basically yeah, he seemed a very nice guy, but I think he had a he said he had a, some family issues, which is not my you know, I don't know what that was, but he might not be able I think to. I he bought the tour. curry for his wife <laughs> and then been beaten up on the autobahn. <laughs> <laughs> so you did your own one. The so point did my own tour. Yes. Yeah, which, of, I, which I, I totally thought you were capable of doing. Right, and also Pippa, my wife said, like, actually, I'm sure you'd just be annoyed about the tour. Everything they said, you'd slightly say, yes. I already know it, or you're not quite right. I don't yeah. know if that's true or not, but yeah. anyway. So I did my own tour. Yes, and, and, and FaceTimed it to me and whilst fa- it was going on. And what was lovely about it, if any of our listener is going to Berlin, is the best bit, in a way, the two best bits, are one is just being in Berlin and seeing the wall and like imagining hmm. him being there. But you can go to his flat, not inside it, but you go outside his apartment. Hmm. And that is amazing, because it's the most un-assuming block of flats. And in it lived Bowie, and in the other end of it lived Iggy. Mm. And you just get a real sense of him, how he would have wandered around that neighbourhood. And I was very moved by it. I, I FaceTimed I you What it now there. reminds me of, just this morning, mm. is yesterday uh, there was a programme on BBC Four mm. about George Eliot. And it was right. made by Gillian Waring, who is a visual artist. Mm, yeah. And she tends to film very kind of slightly, like, straight on, very direct mm. images of people or whatever. So it was kind of an unusual subject for her, but the way she did it was she would just go to wherever the important places were and film them now. So, for example, where George Eliot right. was born is now right. a Premier Inn. I see what you mean, right? yeah. And, and instead yeah, of getting yeah. an expert, yeah. she would get the woman who works at the Premier Inn yes. to go up to the room, right. which is kind of weirdly still... Yeah. Within the Premier Inn, there's one room which has got sort of old oak beams in wow. it. I know, it's kind of weird. Uh, it's in... 
Nuneaton or somewhere. Right. Um, I don't know if it is Nuneaton. Mm. That may just be something mm. I've said. Might mm. have been Nuneaton. Um, and yeah, and the woman who's like wearing a Premier outfit mm. wow. is saying, yeah, I can imagine George Eliot looking out on yes. this place, whatever. Uh, and so, yeah, it was all that. And it was sort of amazing, actually, mm. how many places like that mm. uh, still, when you're told, yes. seem to carry some of the spirit, yes, even exactly though right. this was probably the point she's making, mm. the, the image and the aspect, the mise-en-scene mm. that she's portraying is like mise-en-scene. It's a sort of... A mise-en-scene, yeah, yeah okay. It's sort of right. utterly un-George mm. Eliot-ish mm. now. Mm. Like some of her images was just like these horrible yeah, well, think... images of, of sort of like rotary systems yes. or whatever out, you know, on the outskirts well, of... I think that was interesting... Going to Bowie's outside Bowie's apartment, there was no one else there. Right. There is a plaque on the wall. Yeah, I saw that. Um, and I know a, this because you sent it to yeah, me. Yeah, <laughs> and there's a bar next door which is terrible, has some terrible Bowie art, which I think it shows you a picture you showed of. Me the, well, actually, that was what we were going to discuss. Because is, the, there, is it, there any good fan art of yes, Bowie? Yeah, and there isn't any. Well, there's no good, and no good fan art at all. No. no. I mean, well, in the whole of pop music, drawn um, by a fan. No. Sort of well, like, murals a good on picture walls, of, particularly on murals. Um, like the one in Brixton is terrible. Yeah. I mean, they're always... No, I mean, because basically what you'd need is a really good portrait artist to do a picture. So I suppose in that sense, there like probably Paul is something. for example. Like Paul McCartney. Doing... But there's probably someone's done a decent painting, right, of, of Bowie. Well, right? but, I assume but, there are decent paintings of David Bowie. But not, I can't think I mean, of They one. might be fans, and they might... But, but, but No, but what you consider to be fan art... Yeah, is generally, is generally absolutely terrible. Yeah. And in this bar next door is where him and Eggy used to go. So, you, as you say... It sounded you, a little bit like you said Eggy there. I did because uh, yeah. you hadn't heard the story of <laughs> <laughs> it's incredible for me mix-ups. because my son is called Ezra. When right. he was young, we would we, we, call him Eggy. Yeah, wow. Yeah, and in fact, there is a cartoon which I might play you now a bit of called Eggy's Amazing Day. And the reason I want to play it to you is it's so far from what I think the life of Iggy Pop is like. Did you? I think it, I think it's quite funny. Did he drink fizzy drinks? Eggy, Eggy. Hmm. Well, here, Eggy's a big egg. No, your son uh, when he was little in the old days. Yeah, because because well, you now. Not- would you not have gone, Eggy, pop? Would you have done that? <laughs> I would have definitely done that. We didn't do that because puns, your puns is more your thing. But if you listen now, right. a little bit of Eggy's Amazing Day, and imagine right. it's being Iggy rather than Eggy. Right. If you need to imagine it visually, yeah. it's a big egg. My name is Eggy. Let me tell you about an amazing day I had. I saw lots of amazing things. Do you want to know what happened? Really? Do you? Okay. Well, first, I saw a cat, I saw a bat, I saw that cat, and I saw that bat sit on a mat. So basically he rhymes a lot. Right. I mean, what's amazing about right. Eggy's day yeah. is it always seems to involve rhymes. I mean, just by yeah, chance. Yeah. He sees a cat and a bat sit yeah. on the mat. I mean, what are the chances Maybe he filters out the other stuff he's seeing that doesn't rhyme. I'm be- I well, it's just one day. Where I carry on, you'll see it all rhymes. It, it all fits into place. You know, well, if it was Iggy's amazing day, yeah. it would be, I saw some smack. Yeah. I saw well, firstly, uh, most presumably he lived and even then. So I was trying to think of a rhyme for smack. I couldn't. <laughs> okay. I couldn't. Um, Is there any rhyme with skank? Is that? No, skank. Uh, Skag, uh, bag. Yeah, I saw um, a bag. I saw some skag. <laughs> I bought it. Right. <laughs> or I had it given to me because well, I was going to do a game of tag. Couldn't be bothered yeah. after I took yeah. it. But that wouldn't what, work as a kid's story. But what I would say overall, and I think this is what we could end on, we can end yeah. on a slightly sombre note if we want, okay. because that's interesting, because we, yeah. we like to play with the form. Yeah. It was very affecting going to Berlin. The bit I found in a funny way where I really, was in Potsdamer Platz, mm. and that's partly because he mentions it in Where Are We Now. In where are we now? And just the sense of I'm 
walking in his footsteps, that thing, you know. Yeah. There's something obviously not very satisfying about that, so, so what? But there's also something very moving about thinking, I'm in that city. What is in. the jungle? That's a club that is not there anymore, huh. but that he used to go to and play and, well, like one of those like, very cool nightclubs in Berlin. But what does um, he say in the... Sitting in the jungle, jungle. for example. I know how to get the train from, from Potsdamer Platz. Yeah, which is what we You did. never knew that, that I could do that. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to do the same no. deconstruction <laughs> right. that we did to down the tube station at midnight, yeah. although they are both about trains. Yeah, that's true, actually. To be fair. But who is he talking to? That didn't know that you could get the See, train think, okay. from Potsdam and Platz. I mean, uh, I, I mean, I don't live in Berlin, but if you'd no. said to me oh, you could get the train from Potsdam and Platz, I wouldn't have no, said. No, I think that's really, different. That seems unbelievable. Think, well, it didn't have City Mapper back then, no. so wouldn't it be much easier? But no, I don't think that's what it's about. I think he's talking about his anonymity in that city. Right. That's what I think he's talking about. That he could just get the train from Potsdam and Platz. No one would bother him. Nobody well, one, would. One thing that is really interesting about the lyrics when you see them is. Mm. The next line is sitting in the jungle, yeah. which is spelled D S C H jungle, yeah. on Nornbergerstrasse, a yeah. man lost in time near Cardave. I mean, it's getting very near just being an A to Z at that point. Well, do you know what Cardave is? No. It's their sort of Harrods. So it's right. a big store. So you're right. It's literally picking off. But what I like about that is when you're there, it's quite nice just to see those places. I didn't see all of them. To just feel like, yes, he was, this is where he was. And it's a very, I don't know, Berlin is sort of very unlike anywhere else for lots of reasons, mostly because of the wall and, the, you know, it's just a very unusual place. So I loved it and I listened to that. I listened to Where Are We Now in Potsdamer Platz. Did yeah. you start singing? Um, well, I did feel, I felt very moved. Um, and then there's nowhere to eat around there. So it's from really Hansa Studios, sorry, this is now just, just yeah. like pure yeah. geography barry. So from Hansa Studios, where Heroes was recorded, yes. could you have seen the Berlin Wall? Yes. So that's another point. He, the the couple kissing by the wall... Yeah, is Tony Visconti. Tony Visconti, and, right. And not his girlfriend. No, not his girlfriend. Uh, so he was it, married at the time. Yes. So it's, it's a, is it a, Mary Hopkin? No, I think it was... No, someone else. No, yeah, someone yeah. no one's ever put a name yeah. to. Um, and the point about that was Bowie, I think, came out for a sort of fag break, and, and could, so you could see the wall around the back of the studio, and he could yeah. see the two of them, and that's so you could see the wall. In fact, there's lots of as you're in Berlin, there's lots of markings where the wall has been, so yes. you can see that it was very close to the studio. So, yes, so well, there's all that, and uh, there is a joke, mm. and it was a text joke that I've now got, <laughs> and that I think is our listeners will think that's. Marvellous that they do this in their spare time, not just for us. So you sent me a picture uh, of Osteria Caruso, right. which is an Italian restaurant yeah. uh, in Berlin. So this is Hansa Studios. I'm listening to so Heroes. That's at the front and of it's Hansa genuinely Studio, yeah. very moving. Yes, this is now an Italian restaurant. Mm. And I say, I'm hoping they serve... I, I text back, I'm hoping they serve linguine, spaghetti and visconti. Then I say, thank you very much. And then that's at 7.18pm. Uh, mm. I'm a little bit sort of vulnerable and hurt about two or three hours later when I haven't got anything back uh, and I actually text you this is very needy saying nothing really <laughs> you reply sorry I felt like it was past at the time when a reply was needed <laughs> and I text back uh, I love you but yeah. I think that's too much for you because then you, you say bye bye we love you surely which is a reference to something that no I, I think that's I don't think it's too much for me I think that I felt like I was being quite close to you by saying "Bub I we favourite sign off, which is a joke we share. Yeah, yes. Um, although true. you never believed he really did say "Bub I." No, he didn't say "Bub." Um, he said "Bub Bye." Um, bye. He said yeah. it in a slightly, yeah. very, very slightly <laughs> accented way. But he no, didn't but we say did share, We shared that joke, and you yeah. and uh, it was a lovely day. So I can highly recommend Berlin. Okay. To everyone. <laughs>
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.